more of that story. You ready to go? You want to do this? Want to do this shit? Is that a yes? That's a no? I mean, Shay's just holding up his... Oh, it was a hold a second. Let's hold yeah. on a second. Why you, take, why you take a good puff? Yeah, dude. Gotta blow some chunky clouds, bro. <laughs> oh, that's gross. All right, everybody. Uh, welcome back to the Woodscast. I am Justin, and per the usual is my younger, um, more high, um, not nice brother, Shay. Yeah, dude, I'm over here. Uh, I was trying to explain to everybody in my office how we need to seize the means of production. And they're like, Shay, we work at a recycling company. It's garbage. We don't want to make it. I was like, oh, all right, word. So, <laughs> you know, and now, now I'm here. And I went to the bar, and I went straight from the bar to the podcast. So, yeah. uh yeah, you tell me, oh, not till 7, it's 5.30. I'm like, oh, I'll be plenty of time. That's like the ninth week in a row you've done that. Like, Yeah, well, like, well, you know what? You should then, whose fault is that for having higher expectations? Well, I, I am a scientist. I, yeah, I've yeah, seen you, the data. Yeah, yeah, I've seen yeah, the data set. That. It's a repeating system. Yeah. Well, what, what I love is that when we start, when you when you started this new job, you kept telling me, like, well, we need to do this earlier so I can get to bed. And so we started doing it like seven o'clock my time, which is like six year time. And then that that time kept getting pushed back further and farther because Shay kept spending more time at a bar. Hey, which... listen, now I know what now what the job entails, and I can get away with it. It's fine. Right, 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 right. Well, speaking of which, I want to do a little bit of bragging on my little brother here. Um, speaking of drinking, just dank. A couple weeks ago, we had to take a we had to take a I had to take some hiatuses here. I hope everybody's in uh, this this um. Um, she had to go to a swanky wedding. I did. I did. Yeah, she had to go to a swanky wedding, and this, this is because this is how proud I am, of my little brother. Excuse me. I would like to read from a uh, <laughs> piece of a, a piece of. Um, oh man! All a, right. Well, a report first of all, I got uh, all from. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. So first of all, all names must remain anonymous <laughs> yeah, in this, but I know exactly yeah. what you're about to read off. <laughs> I would like to. Uh, I would like to read a written warning. That uh, the bartender at Summit Lodge, which is where my brother had his hey, uh, what did I just discussion. say? Well, whatever, yeah, it's fine. Uh, I didn't say their name. That's true. Yeah, I mean everybody knows that. I mean, whatever. Summit Lodge exists. Yeah, that cat's out of the bag. But um, this bartender was given a first written warning for, and I quote: allowing guests behind the bar, allowing guests to smoke and vape inside the building, allowing guests to drink their own alcohol on the premises, allowing guests to have glass in and around the hot tub, allowing very intoxicated guests uh, to reopen the hot tub, disrobe, and party until 3, 4.30 a.m. Now, that's very specific. Some, this is not a, like a generic complaint. They're like, fuckers. <laughs> and then join guests. You had a guests. good time, man. Yeah. And the last but not least, the last line was, joining the guests while all of the above was going on. <laughs> So apparently, partied hard enough uh, at the old Summit Lodge to get the bar the uh, bartender in some trouble. Yeah, I mean, she's fine. She didn't she didn't lose her job or nothing. But I still felt bad about it. You know, it's kind of one of those things. But um, you know, for the record, uh, I was not one of the naked ones. Um, but yeah, Neither that I mean, does this say naked? Well, disrobe. Everybody was naked. Let's put it that way. Uh, you don't, okay. You're not in a hot tub at 4.30 in the morning if you're not naked. Like, let's just be honest. So it was like, yeah, a bunch of my buddies uh, uh, did that. And, uh, it was, and you know, it was funny because uh, they have security cameras. Like, you know, you know they're going to see what you're doing. But everybody was quite drunk. It was a great wedding. And believe it or not, we apparently were not the rowdiest ones there. Um, my buddies, what, who, you know, his, uh, both him and his wife has spoken to me since and said like, yeah, you guys were stupid, but like, 
it was completely expected. The problem was the people who are normally completely upright citizens who decide, did, you know, the people at the wedding that decide, like, oh, I've never drank alcohol in public before, and then just fucking flip their shit because it's hang. no part. Yeah, they just can't hang. Those guys. There was one dude doing uh, fucking donuts in the parking lot with his car at, like, 4.30 oh. in the morning in front of the bride's room after the wedding. Please tell me that he, like, hit a, a lamppost or something. That, that's no, no, nothing, there, were, there was no accident had... Um, and I'm kind of glad because the only thing he would have hit was our fucking rental car that was parked in that same parking lot. So, uh, but it was that was a good ass time though. That was fun. Yeah, that is I'm always it. I'm always intrigued by the hotel uh, wedding bar because it's like this free for all for most times. Like I remember years ago at Corey's at Corey's wedding, um, Corey Dennison, he uh, he had a bunch of groomsmen. Like we had a shit ton of us, and. Um, they went out to get pictures, and it must have been 102 degrees outside in the sun. And, you know, we're wearing black tuxes. So the rest of us pile inside the, the reception hall to cool down. And we all just walked over started pouring ourselves beers and making ourselves drinks. And uh, finally somebody came up. It's like, uh, gentlemen, the bar is closed. The bar is not open until 1 p.m. And he's like, no, it's it, we're cool. Like, uh, Buddy Farrell was like, no, we're cool. We don't need a bartender. We're good. He's we know like, we're doing. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. He, he, yeah, that's good. And we'll he play blinked. It's fine. He completely blinked. And you could see the guy going, like, that, that's not what I meant. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, I don't know. Well, you know, she was she was super super awesome, and we all we all tipped the hell out of her. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess apparently the day of the wedding was also her thirtieth birthday, so she was trying to tear. Oh, there you go. There yeah, you it, was, go. it was fun. That's always fun. That was, yeah, that was that's a, that was a that was a ridiculous ass wedding. That was super fun. Well, this always reminds me of of two quotes that our father said that I always thought was funnier than shit. You know, always leading by example. And that was when Dad was helping me install an air conditioner on the second floor of our house in Huntington. He's like, he told me to go get us some beers. And I was like, well, Dad, should we really be drinking beers on the roof? And he thought for a second. He goes, well, if I'm going to fall off a roof, I'm going to have a couple beers in me first. <laughs> like, Classic. I can't fucking argue with that logic. Ted, tell me you're wrong. Tell me yeah. if I want to fall <laughs> off a roof sober. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> that makes sense at all. Um, and then he also told you, apparently, that you know I was worried there for a little bit, but now i got one, one son that can drink a lot and one son that can do a lot of drugs. <laughs> yep, that's fair. He did tell <laughs> me that once. Uh, thanks, Dad. That's, yeah, thanks, Dad. He just yeah, split his Yeah, he split his. Oh my God! To this day, uh, there's a uh, one of my one of my friends' dads remembers our dad from college, and he's like, "Yeah, I remember your dad. He smoked a lot of pot and partied a lot." And then, and then I asked Dad, he's like, "I don't know who that was." <laughs> <laughs> and when I asked Dad, I was like, "You don't remember who that was?" He's like, "Well, sure. What you call social chameleon? And I did what was necessary to fit in, and I didn't necessarily associate names with all the faces." <laughs> This is also the same man that fell off a second-story balcony in a snowstorm and had to walk back in. Yeah. Uh, sir, how, how'd you get back? How'd you get outside? Yeah. About he was it. You know, partying with a bunch of friends uh, just down the road from our house, walked out onto the balcony, smoked his pipe, leaned back over the railing to pop his back, did a somersault, landed flat on his back in like, what, a couple six inches of snow? Six, seven inches of snow, yeah. yeah. It was like a good story, one or two-story drop. That's just funny. And he's he, uh, he was on the second story, so he yeah, filmed it for you. And he had to uh, walk back in the back way, and everybody's like, weren't you out there? <laughs> I want to talk about him. <laughs> yeah, I want to talk about him. It's covered in it. snow. It's, it's a whole bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, speaking of our parents, um, Shay, I know she does not know our names, but apparently the other day was uh, International Sunday, and our mother did not tag us on Facebook. I mean, like, Justin, am I really going to be the one to throw stones about forgetting important dates of this relationship? Let's be no, honest no, no. here. No, no, no. <laughs> so, 
Um, uh, so, I mean, I, if she can't remember our names, she can at least remember that's true. important Facebook events, right? Yeah, was International Sunday? Isn't there? Was that a new thing? I have no clue. As far as I know, it started this week. I don't give a shit. That sounds about right. Yep. All right, so this week we are recording this on Monday, September 30th. Um, some shit's going down. And uh, so uh, let's just run through this stuff. Well, how long have we been doing this thing? I've been doing about five, ten minutes. Not a big deal. Um, like I said, Monday, September 30th, uh, weekly numbers. I am on my, I think my third beer. Shay's had several. Um, uh, we counting beers at the bar before the show? Oh, works for me. Four. And a sip of moonshine. Mm. Not real moonshine. Old smoky. That's shit you get at the store. But Oh, yeah. Well, hey, here's uh, the thing. I found it in the garage. I'm going to drink it anyway. There you go. It's a garage liquor. Yeah. I mean, it's liquor. It doesn't go bad. No. Uh, we are in the 983rd day of the Trump administration, hence our drinking. Um, we are 475 days uh, since North Korea um, gave up all of its nukes, apparently. Um, fun fact, I saw an article just today. I, I didn't, like, save it or anything, but apparently uh, John Bolton's going around telling everybody now that he's been shit-canned that uh, North Korea has no intention of giving up its nukes. And the world... <gasps> yeah, and, and the world collectively said, shut up, mustache. <laughs> No, no shit, dipshit. Yeah, yeah, no shit. Um, we are we're still at three thousand five hundred seventy Q drops. We haven't Q hasn't showed back up, and it's and it's turned out to be very hilarious. Um, since A Chan got shut down, yeah, yeah, the, and the guy that owns A Chan keeps talking about um, when uh, they're going to come back up, and according to him, it's supposed to be up two weeks ago. So I mean, who who the shit knows? Who cares? I hope they set it on fire and it never comes back. Um. And it has been 3,002 days since George R.R. R. Martin finished a book that we could read. So, you fat bastard, get to work. I just finished The Outsider last night. I finally finished that last 60 pages. It's it's very much a, a – uh, in some ways you – know, spoilers incoming um, to yeah. the five people who listen. Um, it's very Stephen King because they kill the monster. Like, literally, he, like, looks at a cross and she crushes its head with a sock. Yeah. Like a, a blackjack, like fucking mm-hmm. full of batteries or whatever, and just kills the thing, which is very yeah, characteristic. Happy slappy, huh? Happy slappy. Yeah, he just yep. that's from the other books. I assume I don't know. Yeah. I never, that's I'm never going to read that Mercedes trilogy because now that I've read this book, I've had a lot of that spoiled. So I'm like, I don't give a shit. But um, I'm sure it's still perfectly great. But uh, yeah, which is very characteristically Stephen King because it literally just kills ass mid sentence with without much fanfare at all. Um, but what is uncharacteristic which I liked was that it actually follows up with the characters a few, a little bit after it, like mm-hmm. the monster dies and they escape the hole and you think that there's going to be more monster and there's not. And she's like, okay, well this is how they got away with it and lied to everybody. All right, cool. That's the end. Nice. And it was, this is all right. It was fun. There's a mini series, right? Or a show or some show. There's a show coming out on oh, sorry, showtime. Yeah. I want to think, I want to say that's about right. Yeah. Yeah. Showtime. Uh, there's the Mr. Mercedes trilogy is on the AT&T network. I have no clue what the hell that is. I just know that it's out there. I, you know, I find it on the interwebs. It's pretty decent. Um, yeah, the outsider is pretty good. I, um, I just like, I like the conversation at the end with the, the monster Please. where, yeah. where it was describing like how it, how it kind of does what it does and why it does what it does, where yeah. it does and how uh, interested it was when it thought that they had seen another one of it. Yeah, yeah, that, that's interesting. So. But, I mean, that's classic, you know, that's Stephen King. I like yeah. that it, it uses the term ka, which is like, 
very specifically tied to the Dark Tower stuff. Like, uh, I can't. We're starting, I mean, to get some, we're starting to get some casting news out of the Dark Tower. Yeah, I saw that. Apparently, in his newest, I mean, his newest book, The Institute, there's some some very vague um, references and things to the tower, like in Dark to Dark Tower. Um, I would love for it. God damn, he's, I, mean, I, oof, I would love another full book in that universe, but I don't know if I'll ever get it. Yeah, he's not. He's not that old. No, he's not. Uh, um, all right, so um, bunch of shit's been going on. What's that? You had. A I was gonna say his cameo in It Part Two was dope. Yeah. We'll get to that. Your I, 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 suck. I want. I, yeah, right, right, right. I love how through the entire movie they're just making fun of Will Denver for not yeah. being able to finish a book. Yeah. All right. No, we'll get there. I've got. I got some questions for you about that uh, in the fun stuff portion of the show. Um, so Shay, uh, I guess we're doing some impeachment. I mean, no, we're doing an impeachment inquiry. That's different. Yeah. But splitting uh, hairs about that. I. I still. I. I honestly. I think they're going to do a full inquiry and they're gonna be like this is all the shit he did i mean i don't know unless i guess and i guess unless public opinion changes really hard on well, it but opinion, public opinion has already changed so uh for those of you listening at home that have been in a mountaintop cave i guess but like what public opinion because i've got a feeling that his base is just like whatever fuck you dude like those crazy like the the because he's still got to support at least last i checked it was like 88 percent still with republicans yes with republicans but see that's how the percentages break down so so uh, to Shay's uh, question, he's not making any new friends either. Though, oh so. no, no, no. Well, I mean, the entire re-election bid was going to be to mobilize his base. He spent the last two and a half years, three years, whatever, basically alienating anybody in the middle, and like, and a lot of the Democrats who voted for like the Obama Trump voters. I, a, what the fuck's wrong with you? And B, like, I don't think that they're doing it again because a lot of those people were. Hey man, he's different. He's gonna shake shit up. We need Let's to see shake what shit happens. Up. Yeah, and, and you know what? I can honestly get behind that sentiment with somebody who isn't a pathological liar and an orange. If it wasn't somebody, goblin. I could take thirty seconds to Google and figure out their entire uh, persona is bullshit, and that everything right. he says is lies. But then again, like I've said, but you know, if you paid any attention people, to him, but the people who are voting for him don't give a shit about that. They no. literally don't give a shit about that. You and I have dealt with that today. Are you are you talking about that like core thirty percent shit? Like the, yeah, like, yeah. Like, yeah. Well, yeah, they're, yeah. they're like, cause. we dealt with that today on the facey spaces in my books, where where you were commenting with uh, our buddy Don about how no matter what we tell him about how he's wrong about point A or B or C, he then switches to another thing. It's like, well, Obama did something in Libya. Well, like, my thing was is he's like, well, all, we're, you know, specifically all, we were talking about the electoral court college. Exactly. And, yeah, and he's like, well, we decided when we found out the country, well, I, you know, and then I wanted to get him like, well, but the electoral cut, you know what, never mind. That's That came later, but that's, you know. No, no, he yeah, has he has, uh, he has a way of trying to talk to, you, talk to me like he's my grandfather and I have no fucking patience for us. But it's actually funny you bring that up, but we're going to talk about that map later because it annoys the absolute shit out of me. But to your question, say current polling is 55, 55% in favor of impeachment, 35% against. So that has taken almost a 15% jump up because like when all this shit started last week. So just, just for sake of argument, Nancy Pelosi announced um, that they were going to start a formal impeachment inquiry uh, on uh, September 24th. Um, for those of you paying attention at home that have never read the Constitution, I'm actually getting really fucking tired of like uh, these thought, think pieces that are explaining what impeachment is and how it happens. I'm like, God damn it, fucking Google it. You know, how did people not learn this in in high school? 
I'm not going to sit here and claim I've literally sat down and read the Constitution front to back. Um, I have. But like, I, I, there's, I, certain, you know, I, there's certain parts that are that are that are fun to read, and there's certain parts that suck. Yeah, the, the yeah. part I've read, I've read almost, sucks. I've read most yeah. of it, but like, there's 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 specific things where I'm like, okay, and then I'm you know just the way it's for, because the language is a little is a little different than what we're, we speak now. So yeah, it's, yeah, it's a, it's you know it's you know baroque. Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah. So I'll have to. Um, what I'll end up doing is going down like rabbit holes online and reading things that explain. And, you know, kind of like what you're talking about, except the yeah. thing's pretty self-evident. That's, like, real fucking easy to look up if you don't yeah, know. Yeah, so, so basically the House, um, the way this works is the House will basically um, indict and the Senate convicts. So what usually happens is there's a vote for, um, usually, I think in the past there's been a vote for a formal impeachment inquiry um, or a vote for a formal impeachment on the Articles of Impeachment. It can start, uh, if, from what I understand, it can start, you know, several kind of mundane ways. But the point is, is they're going to they're going to research uh, what they believe the president has done to quantify uh, high crimes and misdemeanors, and then they will there will be a full vote on the house. Um, excuse me. Um, after the after he uh, is impeached, the um, impeachment will then move to the Senate, where he is tried, and if the president is then convicted in the Senate, he is removed from office. Um, those of you that are, you know. Either the older millennials or the youngest Gen Xers will remember very clearly Bill Clinton was impeached and but not removed from office because he was not convicted in the Senate. That that kind of shit happens. Uh, Nixon was impeached. Um, the articles of impeachment were being drawn up, and he was told by these uh, uh, Republican-controlled senators, uh, Senate. I'm sorry that he w- did not have their support, and they would vote to convict him. So he just resigned. You know, th- th- those are the kind of scenarios. But there's also the possibility, like Shay said that we could have a formal impeachment inquiry. They come up with no real crimes that they can impeach him for, and we just uh, move on. But I don't think that's going to be the thing. I don't think it'll be the case. Because um, at last count, there are 20... I'm sorry, 224 uh, House Democrats in, um, now supporting impeachment. The threshold was 218. Um, that number, I, I guess, can only go up. Um... We kind of skipped over this, but the reason this has come to a head lately is because uh, if we go back a couple of steps, there is a whistle whistleblower report that was um, filed by a member of the uh, uh, intelligence apparatus uh, here, um, and it was filed to the uh, Department of Justice, said that it was credible, uh, but then the White House got involved and started to try to squash it, and that's when... Um, the, the whistleblower was trying to make sure that this got to, he was talking to people in Congress, because this report should have gone, the whistleblower uh, complaint should have gone straight to Congress. The White House snagged it and was like talking to the DOJ. And basically what the White House was trying to do was like, hey, you should probably get our opinion on whether this whistleblower account of what we did wrong goes to, the, goes to Congress. <laughs> So once that was made aware that there was a whistleblower report that was being held up by the White House and in uh, some um, some shenanigans, that's when some real interest started to be point, uh, put on this whistle, whistleblower account. And the gist of the whistleblower complaint is that the president and the White House, you know, the Trump administration, has used a what they call a code word protected server, which is one of the top levels of uh, security to classify his conversations with foreign leaders as this upper level of secret so they can just bury it in the server and nobody can get to it. 
So, like, all of the dumb shit that he probably says on the phone, they are bearing in this top-secret server, and the whistleblower felt that that was an abuse of the classification status um, system. Um, one of the one of the things that was apparently, you know, tried to be buried was this conversation with the new newly elected president of the U- Ukraine, where Donald Trump uh, says, in no uncertain terms, Hey, uh, do me a favor. Investigate. Yeah, he uh, literally Biden. says, "Hey, do me a favor." Yeah. <laughs> like it is the, the word is always like, "Hey, you need to do me a favor." That's yeah, it's uh, um, that's that's the thing that kills me. And like, I read through it today, and basically, the funniest part about it is that you can, um, the whole the entire time, all they're doing is just kissing Trump's ass, and so here it is. Um, so this is President Zelensky from the U- newly elected Ukrainian president. I would also like to thank you for your great support in the area of defense. We are ready to continue to cooperate for the next steps. Specifically, we're almost ready to buy more javelins from the United States for defense purposes. President Trump, I would like I would like you to do us a favor, though. Like literally. <laughs> And, and it's it's the best thing ever because if you if you go through the whole conversation, it's very much like a mob as like, man, this is a nice country we've got here. Hey, for something to happen, Trump he bring, <laughs> keeps bringing this up. So here, let me finish the quote. I would like you to do us a favor though, because our country has been through a lot, and Ukraine knows a lot about it. I mean, first of all, <clears throat> I'm reading this verbatim. Trump talks like a moron. We yeah. know this, but yeah. actually seeing it in print, it's hard. It hurts. It hurts. That's actually like a legit thing if you look at it. Like listening to him speak is easier than reading it because it 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 just it's it's so so broken that without his like and I mean pauses and gestures pauses and gestures like it's just this because it is a run on like because the man uses gestures to punctuate what he's doing a lot he just talks with his hands there's nothing wrong with that but when you don't have him doing that in like you can't see him and hear him say it it is impossible to read because it's like the whole speech is a run on sentence yeah yeah. it's very much yeah and it's just just he's always spoken like that and it just fucking sucks and yeah anyway well reading through this this transcript of this conversation they had i think it was august 25th or something like that that this conversation happened uh reading through this this transcript it's hard to read through the ukrainian president's uh parts because they are broken and messed up too but he's not speaking english as a first language like that's what i'm hearing here yeah Wait a sec. I will, um, so this is President Trump speaking. I would like you to do us a favor, though, because our country has been through a lot, and Ukraine knows a lot about it. I would like you to find out what happened with the whole situation with Ukraine. They say crowd, crowd strike. I guess you have one of your wealthy people, uh, the server. They say Ukraine has it. There's a lot of things that went on on the whole situation. I think you're surrounding yourself with some of the same people. I would like to have the Attorney General call you. Uh, or your people, and I would like to have you get to the bottom of it. As you saw yesterday, the whole nonsense ended with a very poor performance by a man named Robert Mueller, an incompetent performance. But they say a lot of it started with Ukraine. Uh, whatever you can do, it's important that you do it if it's possible. What Trump's talking about there is this batshit conspiracy theory that it wasn't Russia that hacked the DNC servers, but it was somebody in Ukraine. And then they have those servers that have all the DNC emails. Like Hillary Clinton's 30,000 emails are in Ukraine. Yeah. So this, would, this would A, give Trump, th- this batshit theory would also A, 
give Trump those 30,000 emails that he asked Russia for, and then B, completely clear Russia from any meddling in the 2016 election. Like, this is complete horseshit. And it's being said by the President of the United States to, an, to another president. He's super. He's, he's, he's got the best people, dude. Yeah. And then, uh, where does he talk about? He brings Giuliani into this later. Giuliani into this, like. Uh, that's where he's trying to talk about, like, he's, like, having, like, it's like him, like, saying something about Attorney General Barr and Giuliani helping him out with some shit. Yeah. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Pres- President Zelensky. I, um, hold on. Let me, let me find the place to start. Uh, we are ready to open a new page in cooperation relations between the United States and Ukraine. For that purpose, I just recalled our ambassador to the United States and will be replaced by a very competent, very experienced ambassador who will work hard making sure that our two nations get closer. I would also like and hope to see him have your trust and confidence and have personal relationships with you so we can cooperate even more so. I will personally tell you that on my assistant, one of my assistants spoke with Mr. Giuliani just recently, and we are hoping very much that Mr. Giuliani will be able to travel to Ukraine, and we will meet once he comes to Ukraine. So there's Giuliani. So apparently Giuliani and Barr are going to help this guy find, uh, dig up a um, dig up what was going on with Joe Biden and Joe Biden's son. Have you heard any of this bullshit? Uh, I mean, I'm not sure what Joe Biden's son was supposed to have done. I know he was working. He was working for. Uh, uh, I know the 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 accusation is that Joe Biden threatened to withhold money unless they fired a prosecutor that was looking into Joe Biden's son, which is not what happened. Not what happened at all. Yeah, but that that's, that's the conspiracy theory, right? That's that's the Sean Hannity version. Of yeah, that's of the Sean Hannity version. Yeah. So what happened? And there's a really great article in the Intercept that you can read that goes through this, and it's like three deep. Um, like this guy wrote the article, and the title of the article is "Reporters Should Stop Helping Donald Trump Spread Lies About Joe Biden and the Ukraine." And so this guy writes. Uh, it's Matt. It's Matt Heck. I'm sorry, Robert Mackey. Sorry, Robert Mackey. Um, Robert Mackey writes this article in The Intercept talking about how all this is horseshit. Um, and the gist of it, just in, 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 in layman's terms, is that back in under the Obama presidency, Joe Biden uh, said that they would not get a billion dollars in aid. I think it was a billion dollars. I could be wrong with that number. But they would not get a billion dollars in aid if they didn't fire this one very corrupt prosecutor. Not only was Ukraine trying to get rid of this prosecutor... The United States wanted everybody, uh, this prosecutor gone, and the international community wanted this guy gone because he was very corrupt and was not investigating all the other corrupt companies yeah. that were tied to Putin um, in Ukraine through all of the uh, energy companies. Um, so uh, Joe Biden said that. Um, Joe Biden's son is a complete fuckstick. Like, that's just a thing. Uh, Joe Biden's son has been in and out of rehab for a crack addiction, at one point, he was like, well, if you guys are going to keep calling me an addict, I'll just be an addict. So he spent a week in a hotel just doing crack. Um, so a business in Ukraine gave him a seat on their board for like $50,000 a month was his paycheck. Up to, to fifty, board, yeah. Yeah, sit on that board. And clearly he had no experience in the uh, energy industry or Ukraine or anything. This was just a way of getting access to the vice president of the United States. It's yeah. Old school, fucking great kind of corruption. That's the yeah. You know, and if everybody, and if you want a bitch, I would like to point out that, excuse me, Ivanka Trump, Eric Trump, and Donald Trump, 
are all fucking swimming around the White House right now. No matter yep. what, what, no matter uh, uh, Ivanka Trump works in the White House. Um, her husband, Jake. Uh, uh, oh no, it's not Jacob. Damn it! What is? Jared. Jared. On, thank bud. you. I'm sorry. Jared. She went works to in the Jared, bro. Yeah, she went to Jared, bro. Uh, they work in the White House, and then the two failest sons are always swimming around there, even though they don't have official titles. So like. Don't fucking, uh, you know, Joe Biden, yeah, yeah, it's old school fucking uh, crony capitalism, corruption, fine, whatever. But Joe Biden's son didn't, like, sell crack out of the White House. So, not that I know of. That'd be a great story, though. Um, yeah, so that, that's the Sean Hannity version of it. But the real version of it is that Joe Biden said, like, listen, we got to get rid of this corrupt guy. Fire him. And the reason he, one of the reasons that they wanted to get rid of him because he would not um, investigate these corrupt companies. And one of those corrupt companies they needed to invest was the one that Hunter Biden was working for. Yeah. So, like, in reality, Joe Biden doing that made it, you know, harder for Hunter uh, Biden to get all of his, his unwarranted, you know, riches. So, it just doesn't make any sense. But Donald Trump's going to keep saying that. So, I think they say that we're going to get all this done. Um, oh, other fun fact, did you see where they, uh, the White House, uh, emailed all of their, uh, talking points to the Democrats and the Republicans by accident? That shit was real funny. Yeah. So right after they, uh, shit, shit, released... Shit, 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 shit. Yeah, right after the White House, because the White House had said that, like, hey, we're going to clear, um, the transcripts for the, um, call with Ukraine. You guys are going to see it's a great call. It's a perfect call. I don't know what the fuck Donald Trump says when he means it's a perfect call. Like, so I hate the way he... Describe so shit. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's beautiful. It's perfect. It's the pet. It, it, yeah. so well, the the word on the street was is that a lot of the Republican senators and congressmen, um, and the vice president didn't want him to release that call because, while he thought like, well, whatever, I'm just I'm just wheeling and dealing with other world leaders. They saw it as a uh, example of a quid pro quo, or just him asking, even if he wasn't going to get anything in return for helping. 2016 election. I'm sorry, 2020 election. And um, so they didn't want it released. When it was released, everybody's like, well, if they're going to release it, I guess it can't be that bad. And everybody read it and they're like, holy shit, are you guys, are you guys morons? Like, Donald yeah. Trump literally just asked this guy for, you know, help. Literally said, this. hey, let me do, me do me a favor. Yeah, do me a favor, though. Um, so right after that, the RNC, I'm sorry, the White House put out talking points and they emailed them to not only the Republican um, House members and senators, but all the Democratic House and Senators too. And so there's all these talking points like, hey, uh, you know, make sure you hammer down on the fact that nothing Donald Trump did was illegal. And like, it's a two page of just literally like, say this on TV. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And then when they realized what they did, they emailed all the Democratic Senators and said, please delete that or send it back to us. Like, they tried to do a real time recall. And everyone's like, yeah. oh, each shit. No. No, that's pretty funny. It, it's just, it, it's funny because like that, those are, you know, it's pretty standard to send out talking points to your party. Like that's, hey guys, we all got to stay on message. Hey guys, we all got to say the same thing. Especially if you're building up for a legislative. Uh, push. Yeah, dude, but it's yeah. really not a good idea to send them to your the other your opponents. That's right. not. It's like, all right, well, I mean, you know, you know, it's all going to be bullshit anyway. Especially in this instance, because he's like on TV admitting, like, yeah, I talked to him. I asked him. Ah, that's cool. Yeah, I was fine. Yeah, it was a beautiful conversation. Blah, blah. Yeah. Um, so that happened. Like I said, right after that all happened, uh, Shane, you know, we already mentioned this. Um, polling went from about like 43, 47, 
for and against impeachment to 55-35 uh, for impeachment. Uh, <clears throat> that 35 is, the, is that Trump base. That's what you're talking about there. Yeah. I heard a really great comment a while ago about like when somebody polled about uh, the border wall. Like they threw out some numbers like let's say it costs $22 billion. Would you support us spending that money for a border wall? And 40% of the people polled said yes. And like right at like 55 said absolutely not. And they, everybody pointed to that number. like that's the base. Like the people that are like 100% for the wall for no other reason than there's a wall and brown people. Yeah. Like, brown people. Th- that's the base. Yeah, that's the base. Um, so that 35%, that's your base. That's your Trump base. That's the 85% of the Republican Party. Um, <laughs> what else we got to talk about? Um, they turn. Um, they released the whistleblower's uh, complaint, uh, slightly redacted, and uh, somebody turned it into an audiobook. <laughs> it's about 29 minutes long. You can listen to it. It's on SoundCloud. Uh, so that's fun. Um, Trump has started to complain that the impeachment procedure will stop the legislative agenda that he's got going. I, I don't under, I don't understand that because it's not like they were doing shit to begin with anyway. Like everything, like Mitch McConnell's killing exactly. everything. Yeah, like it's not like there's a ton of like, well, you know, there's not going to be any compromises with Democrats. It's not like that was a fucking thing to begin with anyway, you dill hole. Yeah, Don, Donald Trump went out and like before he got on the helicopter, he loves to do that so nobody can really hear his answers or he can say, cool, you, I didn't hear the question or something. No, 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 so, no, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's a big fucking helicopter in the background, but he's like, well, you know what? Uh, I guess now, uh, since they're impeaching me, I can't get with them on uh, background checks. I'm like, you were going to fucking get with them on background checks anyway, you ass. Fucking twat. Uh, I think think at last count, there were 125 bills that have been um, passed in the House that went to the Senate are just sitting there. No action whatsoever. So um, I guess you should bitch at Mitch McConnell, which that's easy to do. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Mitch McConnell says that he's the uh, grim reaper of socialism. I want you to fucking pass something. Yeah, uh, the, the uh, isn't there? There's like a there's some some like overall list of um all the shit that is people have tried to pass and that he's just killed, right? I'm sure there is. Actually, whenever you look that stuff up, because a lot of the um how do I want to say this? A lot of the aggregate websites that will that will tell you like where a bill is and what's it's what it's doing, like they they mix and match too much. So until a bill is like out on the floor, it has like a weird number. Sometimes it's harder to figure out than you think. Like you really yeah. gotta pay attention to that shit. Um, uh, other fun stuff. Uh, da, 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 da. Now um, Donald Trump is is um, calling for Adam Shift. Uh, the Democratic chairman to the House Intelligence Committee to be arrested and tried for treason. Yes, um, I saw that. Everybody kind of said the fuck because that's not how any of this works. Nope, nope. If you if you want to put it in in the frame of those those uh, two old ladies in the commercial talking about Facebook, that's not how any of this works. Well, it is works. Uh, uh, but the best part is, is after that tweet, there's like a thousand responses from some of the most brain dead mongoloids. Are like, sir. Your administration will not be great until you arrest all these traitors and put them in jail for their crimes. And everybody's like, what are you fucking talking about? Like, I'm tired of explaining how the rule of law works to what I thought were educated people. It's it's not like pretty sure those Texas people. I was pretty sure, I'm pretty sure those people responding to his Trumps are not the educated people you're talking about. Uh, I mean, they, I mean, I have to say they at least went to high school for fuck's sake. And I mean, shit. 
Yeah. Our I public guess, education systems. Our see what I mean? Our public education system's terrible. Hi, mom. Hi, mom. Yeah, not her Hi, fault. Dad. It's underfunded, is what you know. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, there's a lot of these fuckers uh, that uh, I I don't think it matters anymore with high school because they're still fucking stupid. Well, I don't think it's that. I think it's that we have this weird idea in our head as a people and as American people that the justice system either works like an episode of Walker, Texas Ranger <laughs> or like fucking Rambo. Uh, not first blood because nobody dies in that except for an accident, but like Rambo two, where you just effortlessly walk through all of your opposition with hyper violence. Like th- that's, that's the idea. Yeah. Like, um, and, uh, so whenever Donald Trump says like, we should arrest Adam Schiff, my first thought is, first of all, that's not your call. Yeah. Um, two, that's not how that works. Constitutionally, it's not how that works. It's legislatively, it's not how that works. Judicially, that's not how that works. Like, are you gotta be, you gotta be fucking shitting me. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm working on a degree in physics. I, I, I just do this shit as a hobby and I know more about the constitution than the sitting POTUS, but there's a lot of people who are like, well, he was wrong, so, you know, it's roadhouse time. Yeah. You know, like you're going to stop, like you're just going to storm into Adam Schiff's office, look at him and be like, I thought you'd be bigger, and then beat the shit out of him or something. Um, I mean, because right now we're still sitting in an inquiry, right? That's all it is. So, the, the way um, Nancy Pelosi framed it, and a lot of people are kind of curious about because there are six different... Um, House subcommittees that are investigating the president. Mm -hmm. And she basically said, you guys go at it, and then we will come together in a big meeting, you know, a couple weeks from now, and we will decide what um, objects we should put into uh, articles of impeachment. And But this doesn't necessarily mean they are going to, like, they they can't impeach unless she brings, like, it's up to her, isn't it? Like, that's my understanding of it. Like, they may not necessarily impeach him in the House. I'm sure they will, but, like, that's not, like, she could decide much, to not do it. Oh, yeah, of course. She could totally decide not to do it. And everybody was pretty much surprised because for several weeks now, and we've even talked about this, she was very reluctant reluctant, excuse me, reluctant to um, engage in impeachment because she thought it would be, you know, more politically uh, risky than it was, you know, beneficial. But yeah. now with uh, Donald Trump saying, like, that's cool. Hey, I'm going to need you to do me a favor, though. You know, we got him in a transcript with the pro and the quo. Um, no matter what uh, Sean Hannity likes to say. Well, the other thing, it, too, is is that what re- I think part you know it's important to remember what really fucking flip, flipped her on it is all of her moderates, the, the people who, like, the Democrats that are in districts that were Trump districts that flipped and then helped them yeah. take the House. Like, the moderate, their moderate Democrats were not for it. And then when that shit came out, they were all like, okay, we're for it. I think part of this is really, too, like, once your once once your moderates are for it and that puts it in the majority, which is what happened, she's got to mm-hmm. get out in front of it because she can't look like she's losing control of the house in the middle of a fucking election year. So that's the you know that that's part of it too. And she can't look like she's on yeah. the back end. She no, can't look she's like got to get in front of it. From so. behind, yeah. Leading because from if those moderates pinch- hadn't flipped, I bet she wouldn't be doing this right now. That's a big. That's the big part of it. Well, that's the chicken and the egg scenario. You know what I mean? Like you know. If if this hadn't come out about Ukraine, would the moderates have flipped? Probably not. You know, I, I don't know. Like you, you could you could wordsmith that to death, but the the fact is, that at last count, uh, and this was like a day a day ago. So you got two hundred twenty four um, Democrats, almost the entire Democratic majority in the House, saying, "Yeah, fucking let's do impeachment." Which means that if they bring up articles of impeachment, very likely you're going to get an impeachment vote. Now, the thing that everybody said was, like, this is dead in the, in the Senate. And a lot of people 
I think rightly we're we're saying that Mitch McConnell doesn't even have to take it up. Yeah. Oh god. Okay. Great. He can just let it sit there. But as of today, he has said that he hadn't. He he's like, I feel I have no other option. If the House impeaches, we will hold a trial, which is interesting because as a Democrat, I see that as a big window to just pummel the president for several weeks. You know, is the Senate going to uh, going to vote to convict and therefore remove no. President Trump? I don't see that happening unless there's a. Uh, in the course of the investigation, a lot of very, very, you know, I mean, because when it all started out, the American people and the Republican Party weren't against impeaching Nixon, you know, like, but as the, you know, it wasn't until they heard him say like, all right, listen, fuck it. The CIA, CIA needs to cover my ass on this one. You know, uh, it was when they heard Nixon say in his own words with his own, you know, um, harsh language that he had done it and he wants to, it to be covered up. Like people turned and the Republican Party turned. Now, is that it's not the same Rebel, Republican Party? I'm not. I'm not not that naive, but unless there's somebody that has some uh, conservative bona fides that leads some kind of weird revolt about like, <clears throat> excuse me, about how like this is just a bridge too far. Yeah, I don't see the uh, Republican controlled Senate. <coughs> um convicting Donald Trump, but I also never thought fucking uh, Mitch McConnell would even open the hearing. That's true. Um, yeah, I, I, so, I, I honestly, I have not seen that, that he said he, yeah, would, he would. He said he it. would, he, he said he felt that he would have no choice but then to have a trial, which also like, as a Democrat, I'm like, man, that that's risky because the, they're just going to beat on your president. For, here's my problem with that. Well, not my problem. Like, here's my thing. Like, can, can you imagine putting him on trial on like I, I feel like the, the the issue there for them is that he's what he's worried about is holy shit what is this moron going to say it may not even right, be right. related to the investigation in any way yeah. shape or form he may say some off the cuff remark that's under oath and then bam you're nailed for some completely obscure I, you know I can't imagine the bullets they're sweating around it's like oh my god this motherfucker has to t- oh my god oh my god oh my god yeah like ha- like putting sir Donald please Trump step un- down <laughs> yeah putting Donald Trump under oath and asking him questions has got to be the biggest fucking um, you know, boondoggle ever, but uh, I guess in the back of my head, I, I thought like, well, that looks like a, a you know, a, an, an ability for the Democrats just to just wail on the president for a couple of weeks. But it's also going to be a very public forum for all the Republicans in the Senate to talk about how shitty all the Democrats are for doing this to the president. Like that's all they're going to talk about. Yeah, well, but I mean, yeah. I don't really, I don't think anybody yeah. expects anything different from that. No, no, no. no. I, I don't think anybody really gives a shit in in that scenario. Like you know, hypothetically. Donald Trump's on trial. It's a whole big thing. Nobody gives a shit what the what the Republican Congress can say. The only thing anyone cares about is what he says. Mm-hmm. At that point, I, I think, at that point, right. like no one gives a shit. Like okay, yeah. I don't know, whatever. That's a, I, like that's where the public's going to be because he's the TV star. Like he's the reality. TV. Yeah. He's get, and when he's on trial, you know he's going to be the like. Especially if Giuliani's his fucking lawyer at that point. Holy shit! Well, holy shit! Like. Nobody wants to hear Ted Cruz defend the president because we're hearing that right now. We hear that no, yeah, yeah. Like it's not or, or Lindsey Graham go out there and just you know stick his own own head up his own ass and then talk out of his mouth again about how awesome Donald Trump is. Um, you know, if anybody wants to have a really fun like twenty minutes, just Google uh, Lindsey Graham, Mitch McConnell, and oh the big fu- big fucking man baby, um, who's speaker of the house, Newt Gingrich. Google their quotes uh, about what 
what rose to the level of impeachment in 1998 when they impeached, impeached Donald Trump. Uh, I'm sorry, Bill Clinton. Um, yeah, they're all like, well, I, I don't think you have to, you know, have to even have committed a crime. You just have to have sullied the office. Of the oh, like, I know. That I, shit is I mean, the best. It is the so, best. It's all the, like, you can put that shit. I've done that. You can find cuts and side by side. Like, Here's what New Gingrich said about impeachment in 1990. And then, well, yeah. well I mean, you know, it's not a problem. Uh, but, yeah. And I, I, you know, there's a, and it's funny because every now and then you get lucky because that's why a lot of these guys don't do a lot of interviews is because they know the first thing you're going to do is play this footage from them 30 years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they're like, yeah. nah, I'm not doing that. Yeah, yeah. I remember the thing I said. I was, I was, you know, I, I remember that. Um, but uh, it is real funny when every now and then someone will ask about it. Oh, it was a different time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, things oh, are different yeah. now. I was banging my second wife. I'm on my fourth no. wife now. Well, that's totally on, different. I've totally relaxed since then. Oh, and one of the best is uh, the Mitch McConnell quote where he says something along the lines of, and I'm paraphrasing here. It's like, I'm just absolutely astounded by people who think that the President of the United States can lie and then still hold the office. It's like, you sack of shit. <laughs> Yeah, you old cartoon turtle. Yeah, but again, fucker. like that's what makes him the real enemy is that Mitch McConnell oh. knows exactly what he's doing and he doesn't give a fuck. Oh. He is gonna wade through your <laughs> hate and, and derision. He is You're, bathing in it at night. You, so yeah, you are. You have yeah. You, you, he, he, yeah, he feeds on it. It's not yeah. Like he knows there exactly what pool. he's doing. He does not give a fuck, and that's what yeah. make. And he's not stupid. He's evil. He's, he's a smart yeah. fucking man. Um. But he, uh, he understands he doesn't have a chin. He doesn't care. He just does not care. No, that's you know he yeah. knows that as long as it's he's a direct a line from the tip of his nose to his Adam's apple. Yeah, that's no just, break. But like that's what makes him such a frustrating character. It's just, just like oh my god, he is he is the real like villain behind everything. You know, I imagine that in um, Mitch McConnell's home in in Kentucky, in the basement, in a very secluded room. There is a churning pool of the negatively charged slime from Ghostbusters 2. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Mitch McConnell will walk down there at night, strip you know balls naked, and then just dip himself in and just just slat himself up, and he just grins. And He's there is out. a smaller, there's a smaller version of it, probably a hot tub filled with it in DC that did the same thing. That's that. That's my picture of Mitch McConnell. I mean, you know what a fan I am of Occam's Razor, so that shit tracks. Like, that's right. That is the hypothesis with the least assumptions. All right. So a couple things before we move on. Uh, right now, the um, whistleblower, uh, his lawyer, um, has said that he is now under federal protection because he is afraid for his uh, well-being. Because the uh, White House has said, and I quote, "We are trying to find out who he is." That is a direct violation of what the fuck's supposed to happen. Yep. So, but who the fuck gives a shit? But, on an up note, Shay, uh, Giuliani has been subpoenaed by the House and uh, for all of his documents. And so has, apparently, Secretary Mike Pompeo, who was, as of, like, fucking 5 p.m. my time before I got in the car and drove home, who apparently was on this Ukraine call. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, so uh, that we, we're going to have a an absolute shitstorm of news in the next two weeks, but uh, we're, it'll be fun. Um, before we, I, I got to get some more beer, and you seem to be very involved in your hookah there. It's not um, a hookah. Get out of here with that shit. I'm listening. Uh, um, what do we got? Oh, we're, not even, we're not even in an hour yet. Um, but one of the things, like we talked about it, um, 
like you said, your concern was where public opinion is for impeachment. And that had been a, a recurring story. Like uh, Nancy Pelosi seemed very hesitant because the impeachment stayed at like 43, 47. It was always like three yeah. or four against impeaching Donald Trump. Last latest poll was like 55, 35. There's been a big swing. Um, the interesting thing, there hasn't been a big swing in the same amount of time in his popularity. Um, and like we, no, his popularity has been pretty steady, right? Right. We joke about this every time we do this podcast. I say these numbers and they don't really change. So like Gallup is 43, 54. How much did, uh, what would like, okay. Compared to, <coughs> excuse me, compared to an other president, like how, how unusual is that in terms? Cause like. You know, like, like, well, it, well, just, no, no, just, just in general, like, doesn't so doesn't a president's popularity fluctuate way more than that? Typically, like, yes. doesn't doesn't a president yes. normally start his president's his over fifty percent, which he never did, or something um, like that? Like, I forget, like, hold on, let me go to Gal. Yeah, well, but I mean, that's just my thing. Like, you always talk about make jokes about, well, it never changes. Well, like, like how much did Obama's? Uh, you know, that's the easy comparison. How much it is? That's, that's actually that's actually a really good. That's because it was all over great, the place at some point. I'm sure. Same thing with Clinton or anybody. But I know Bush well, was fucking. You know, this this yeah, is the kind of thing that we should talk about beforehand, but we just don't think about this stuff. No, no, no. Okay, so a lot of a lot of presidents will have a big shift, and actually, Obama, Obama, and Bush, <coughs> excuse me, are bad examples in that two things happen in both their presidencies to, to make a big shift. If you look at Bush's numbers, uh, George W. Bush, George W. Bush started out like, uh, let's say, February 1st through the 4th, 2001. He had a 50%, 57% approval rating. That uh, that jumped to um, a 90% approval rating on the dates of September 21st to 22nd. Okay. Any, any big guess what happened between those dates? Yeah, yeah, yeah. September 11th. Yeah. September 11 happened, and we were very united as a as a country as a whole. And I, I still I still don't think that um, President Bush's response to 9/11 was bad. It was that the Cheneys and the the Dick, Dickles got a hold of it and and then took us to Iraq and Afghanistan. I think I think in those days after September 11, George W. Bush uh, um, did a great job as president. He was he he's, he famously said. We are not at war with uh, uh, Islam. We are at war with terrorism. You know, he said things like that. That ninety percent approval rating just took a straight fucking dive down. Like it was a solid, it's a flat line until he left office at thirty four percent. Okay. Then you go to Barack Obama, who starts at sixty seven percent, and then just kind of like slowly, gradually goes down. Like uh, you know, he gets up back up to like fifty five. And then he kind of goes back down to like the 40s, like 40. And then when he left office, he was at 59%. That's actually really high. That is pretty um, high for someone. Yeah, like, yeah, I, I didn't expect it to get that high. Huh. And then and then we go to Donald Trump, who starts at 45%. So January 20 to 29th, right after the inauguration. 2029, 45% approval rating. And it's just fucking flat. Yeah. It's for it. You know, we talk about, we joke about this all the time. There is no time in the Gallup poll, and they used to track this week to week to week. That's kind of why I like to do it, because they they did, they did this consistently. Um, there's no time that Donald Trump gets above a 45% approval rating, and there's no time that he gets below a 35% approval rating. It just hovers right there. No. But these numbers haven't moved since then. 
consistent. Um, yeah. See, so yeah, so like, you got Gallup, yeah, Gallup, you got 43, 54, uh, approved, disapproved, 538, 42.8, 53.2. Real clear politics, which, which kind of skews right in a lot of ways, especially their opinion page. They're 44, uh, 44, 52. Yeah, it's not a big deal. Um, to answer the question you should ask next, Shay, is like, what happened to Bill Clinton after impeachment? Uh, um, 1999, Bill Clinton's impeachment shot to 73%. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's the thing that a lot of people are worrying about. But like, but but if you look at this, a lot of... if you look at this, if you look at this trend line, it's almost like when they decided to impeach him, he just steadily climbed in polling until he hit that peak, and then of course he dropped afterwards. You because know, you can't hold that forever. But there's something that is very but. I say that, but I also have to say that they impeached Bill Clinton for what we know to be an absolutely stupid thing. Like he lied about getting an extramarital blowjob. Yeah, that's that was okay. The... That's it. Donald Trump. I, is I've now... had a lot of problems with people trying to make a one to one like, like yeah, yes, not... is is the is the fact that the impeachment of Bill Clinton ended up helping him a thing? Yes. Is it one data mm-hmm. point to consider? Yes. But there is like. So much false equivalency floating around about those two scenarios because Donald yeah. Trump has never been as popular as Bill Clinton was no. in his heyday, and then like you know he's you know Bill Clinton didn't have nearly as much bullshit associated with his press. I mean it's just it's just not the same fucking thing. Like and to pretend then, it is is ass. Now we, now we can look back and be like, okay, there was some shit that we should have probably been more aware well, of. Yeah, but I mean, e- even then, like comparative, yeah. when I'm, I'm talking about like just sheer number of scandals. And right, like right. things like in part of that is time. that the news cycle is different now. I understand that. Right. And things are just covered more quickly. And, you know, Bill Clinton didn't have Twitter. He couldn't fucking throw some stupid shit up every 30 seconds. So I get that. Right. But but still, like the idea that well, actually say, it probably like, helped him that he couldn't throw some stupid that shit. That really, seconds. really did help him because now I know what he can what he can say when he does have that access. So the Clinton's please go away. <laughs> Um, God, anyway, God, can um, you imagine? The although I, I have liked Hillary Clinton be it like having having tweets or like, but what about my emails? Yeah, that's pretty yeah. fun. That's pretty fun. Um, but uh, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're, you're saving a bunch of things on a secret server. You don't want anybody yeah. to see. What about my emails? Like, yeah, where, where, I, where yeah. did I hear that? Yeah, where did I hear that? But yeah. Uh, yeah, but it's still it, it really infuriates me when people try to make it a one to one comparison because it it just doesn't it just doesn't. As soon as you start to like try to look at it that way, everything falls apart because it's so fucking different. Yeah. No, I I, I can't agree more because uh, back in 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 the, in the mid nineties, they were impeaching a very they were impeaching a very popular president for a thing that the majority of Americans didn't give a shit about. Yeah. And I distinctly right. remember seeing dad high five our neighbor about him getting a blowjob. Like that's like, yeah. but nobody yeah. was mad. He lied about getting a blowjob. Like that's not, right. yeah. Like I get from the legal I, aspect, he lied under oath. Right. Right. That and makes, that's a, that's a crime. That, that's, like, that's a fucking crime. He should have just I, been I, like, yeah, I got my dick sucked. What about, you know? Well, and I mean, I, not to say that perjury is cool, I mean, but the thing is, no. it's like Donald Trump won't go under oath for any Senate or House committee because he knows he's just going to perjure the absolute dog shit out of himself. Much like and, a bank is a robbery trap, apparently this yeah, is a perjury yeah, trap. Yeah, man, I love that. They're like, oh, they're just trying, they're just trying to catch him in a perjury trap. I mean, you, you mean like lying? Yeah, like yeah, like that's a, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like lying. Yeah, like. Like they're saying that like, if they ask him a question, he, he would have no other business, uh, no other course of action than to lie. Yeah. Like, okay. Like, don't get me fuckers. wrong. I've I've been known to lie, but I've also never been under oath. 
Yeah. yeah. Oh, trust me. Yeah. I've told some doozies. Yeah, exactly. Like, um, I have never told them under oath. And if I was under oath, I'd be like, um, yeah, I guess I'm going to plead the fifth if. Yeah, uh, I'll plead the fifth on that one. Uh, that's what I would yeah. really love to see is like a three-hour trial of Donald Trump where it's just every 30 seconds. Oh, I'll plead the fifth. Yeah. I'll plead the fifth. Uh, I'll plead the fifth. Uh, I plead yeah. the fifth. Uh, I plead yeah. the fifth. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, that's, that's a thing. Um, and I, I looked up the, like we, we talk about, you know, whenever we do one of these podcasts, uh, we talk about the six States that, um, Obama, uh, won the Donald Trump flipped Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Iowa, Ohio. He's underwater Florida. in all of those, isn't he? Uh, yes. Um, he's even in Florida and this is from the morning really? consult poll. Yeah. Morning oh, consult poll. Wow. Um, since we started, since I started checking these and telling you about the numbers, he was only like down by three in Florida, so it's okay. not like a huge sweep. Um, so you got There's Wisconsin, a lot of Scientologists there. You can't really. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's Florida, man. You can't you can't predict what Florida man's going to do, or or woman. That's you know, true. Ladies, get out there, get crazy, drink you some claw. <laughs> There's no claw. There's no law. Smash claw. these claws, dog. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So like I said, um, uh, Michigan. Uh, I'm sorry. Wait, let me start. Stop. Wisconsin negative fourteen, Michigan negative thirteen, uh, Pennsylvania negative nine, Iowa negative nine, Ohio negative five, and Florida is dead even. So like the real big ones are Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin. If he loses those three, he's never going to win the presidency. So like those numbers haven't changed from July to August. So that's kind of like I was actually really kind of fun, uh, kind of you know kind of dumbstruck by that. It's like you got all these polls going lift this way and that way. And the main metrics that people like to talk about or look to, they're not going anywhere. And I, I guess that's fine. You know, news travels real fast now. It's going to take a while to reset or adjust. But I'm sure there's going to be a, a Ra- excuse me, Rasmussen poll that's going to come out like next week and be like, well, he's at 70 now. Shut up. Yeah, wow, Rasmussen can suck a butt. God, they suck so hard. Yeah. Um, all right, so I got like uh, two other things we should talk about. I love we, seeing uh, Rasputin polls when you look at aggregate polls, and it's a listing uh, of like all these polls that are usually within like a few points of each other, like margin right. of error, and then Rasputin's all the way to one side, and you're like, oh, okay, there we go. There, there's the yeah, there, there's the right, there's there's the one that's fucking only polling like old rich white people in Republican districts. Well, you know, they're only calling people in uh, retirement homes in Florida. Yeah, that have yeah land exactly. Lines. Yeah, yeah. Not a single fucking per- like. If somebody calls me on my cell phone and asks me to take a political survey, I, I sit. Yeah, I drop whatever I'm doing and answer their questions because I love that shit. You know, like uh, I've only me been too. polled a couple times. I know it's but, so funny. I've got a friend of mine that says he doesn't trust polling because he found out polling is only done on landlines, and I was like, I don't know who told you that, but that is absolutely not true. Yeah, I've oh, answered yeah. so many cell phone polls, so yeah. many cell phone. It, polls. I mean, back in the day, you're exactly right. Uh, now they know that it's it's way way easier to just to call up numbers and you know they get them from the DNC and the RNC. It's it's not a big deal. Um, the thing that always cracks me up is uh, our uh, buddy uh, Jake Boland. Uh, he has signed up. I don't know if he gave Donald Trump a dollar or what, but he is on the Donald Trump mailing list. <laughs> and, and he why is that? Don't say it ain't so. Yeah. He gets some of the best goddamn polls I've ever seen. <laughs> like they send him a survey to take, and it's like. So how do you think Donald Trump is doing as president? Great, really great, awesome, 
uber awesome. Like those are your options. It's shit like that. Yeah, I like the one. There's one on Facebook that floats around that it's like here's the Donald Trump media fairness poll, and if you go through the end, and now now I'm on some fucking list. It's been a pain in the ass. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You go through the whole poll process at the end. You're only allowed to submit your poll results if you donate to his campaign. So I'm like, oh, there it is. Yeah, exactly. And speaking of polling and money, uh, Donald Trump has apparently raised $10 million since Nancy Pelosi. Oh, I'm sure. Um, yeah, Nancy Pelosi said that she's going to launch these uh, formal impeachment inquiries. And that has been just, like, just blasted on the Sean Hannity's and the Limbaugh's and the Alex Jones's. And, and, they're, and, and they're like, he's got so much money, there's no way he can lose his election. And I was like, well, I think Hillary Clinton had a shit ton of money and she lost an election. But... Even more so than that, like money in that sense is to get your message out. I really don't think with the fact that Fox News is 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 basically showing every one of his tweets in real time that there's any way Donald Trump is not getting any fucking syllable of his message to his, his followers. Which really makes you wonder, what is he doing with all the money he raises? Hmm. He is going to piss it away on himself. Yes. I guarantee you yes. he is going to pay himself to stay in his own hotel. Um, uh, that is a good thing to look up. Like, when is the campaign officially... I mean, okay, I know right now, off the top of my head, that the Donald Trump campaign has spent something like 30 37% of all the donations it's taken into this point in legal fees. That number can only increase. Yeah, so yeah. That's what he's doing with this shit. Do you mean if since the start of this election, air quotes, this election, or do you mean since he took office? Since his inauguration. His inauguration. Okay, that makes yeah. more sense. Because the, se- the second he took off, like, I mean, it was, yeah. like, it was like February of 2017, he announced he was running for a second term, and, yeah. and that officially kicks off your campaign, and you can do a lot of campaign finance, things like that. Um, but yeah, he spent a shitload of money on, on all these, I mean, to defend himself, his family, his kids, and all the other criminals he's got working for him. Um, but, uh, yeah, only, do you remember, I mean, I, I don't know if you remember very specifically, but he would always say, like, hey, I'm self-funding this campaign. Oh, I, I just so think I remember him telling me multiple times he was so rich he didn't need anyone to give him money. Right, but then you would get a fundraising email. Yes. Because he does not want to spend any of his own money because, uh, I was just talking about this with my buddy Russ, like, he is not as liquid as he wants you to think. All of their money is tied up in real estate and and branding deals. Have you ever um, seen the and, and and you know normally I'm not I, I'm not one to reference this fucking show, but the 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 Trump Family Guy episode has a very solid part where Peter just gets in his face, they get nose to nose, and the insult that starts off the whole fight is, "You're cash poor." At max, yeah, seven hundred thousand yeah. at any given time, and then they just start. And if, oh, that made me laugh so hard because like every number I've looked up, they're like, yeah, he's probably anywhere between like six to fifty, six hundred fifty million to maybe a billion, like just under. Like if he sold everything he was worth and had to get rid of, like, yeah, it's yeah. nothing, it's nothing. Yeah, that shit was. I saw that on TV yesterday. That's what made me think of it. But yeah, goddamn that. Well, yeah, I, I can't. Oh God, I hope his tax returns come. I just want to know how much he actually has. Well, he's probably in debt up to his... his oh, guarantee it, yeah. But um, one of the things that... I mean, because the one, what, year and a half that Rachel Maddow got that everybody made fun of her about, yeah. she showed that he had made... He had, um, hadn't paid taxes in like two or three years because he had such a big loss the year before yeah. or something like yeah. that. Like, yeah. Um, but uh, um, you'll remember uh, back during the 2016 election, or I'd say... Oh, let's go back even further. Let's say about like 2012, 2015-ish. 
Um, Lawrence O'Donnell, I I don't know what Lawrence O'Donnell's personal beef with Donald Trump is. I don't know if Donald Trump fucked his girl. I don't know what happened. But this, it's, it's real, and it happens. And ever since Donald Trump poked his head up and said, hey, I might run for political office, Lawrence O'Donnell has just fucking clowned on him to no end. And one of his favorite things was was to talk about how back in like the 2012s, he was like, I may run for president, but I got this... Uh, um, I got this apprentice thing. I don't know which one I'm going to do. And then at some point he said, like, uh, it just depends on what kind of a, an agreement we can come with with my pay at the apprentice. If they're not going to meet what I want, then I'll run for president. Which, first of all, that's why you want a person to run for president. Because he's not making enough money. Didn't make enough money at his bullshit network job. Well, that, okay. that was at the time when he was like, I'll run for president. There's no way I'll possibly get it. And then it'll be great for my brand. Exactly. That's what that that's that's back. That, that was back the, that day, was yeah. that was the 2012. That's when he was sitting in interviews with like Katie Tur or or Katie Couric going, you know, Donald. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Barack Obama. He's just uh, he's not a citizen. I mean, we really yeah. can't have a black guy. You know, just saying that basically verbatim. And he's like, and he said, like, I sent a lot of investigators to Hawaii, and you won't believe what they came up with. Funny thing is, nobody knows what they came up with because you never released it because you didn't send anybody to fucking Hawaii. Yeah, you're just talking out your ass. But uh, Lawrence O'Donnell was constantly hammering. and was like, listen, if Donald Trump is worth $10 billion, um, I have worked on network shows. I have written for shows like The Apprentice. The max he's going to get is like $200,000, $250,000, if there's some outrageous rate. And, and remember, we're talking per episode, not season. Right. Right, yeah. He's like, yeah. yeah, per episode. And he's like, there is no way a man worth $10 billion will give a shit about sitting for a day on a network cable show for $200,000 a year. Yeah. Or $2,000. Like, he doesn't give a shit about that. A $10 billion man who owns and sells properties that are worth billions of dollars will tell you, I'll do it because I'm the star, and whatever, I'm the star. He will not haggle about getting 250 to two. you know, he just won't do it. And so from then on, I thought was, I, that's when I picked up on that Lawrence O'Donnell had something like, I don't know which one of Lawrence O'Donnell's relatives Donald Trump fucked, but it's personal and it's real, and uh, it's not going away. Man, Lawrence, why do I? I don't. I can't picture the last. The, it's the last word with Lawrence O'Donnell. He's right after Maddo. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, let's take a break. Oh, that got, guy. Okay. 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 Yeah, okay. you know what I'm talking about. Uh, let's take a quick break, and then I want to talk about uh, the the red map that has annoyed both of us today, and uh, a couple fun things, and then we'll wrap it up. Word. All right, and we're back. I've got a fresh pitcher of beer, and Shay's got the the stickiest icky. I do, I do. That he can uh, can round up. Um, so, uh, son, I put a mini fridge by my computer. I've got beer too. Yeah, I've got a keg, but it's downstairs. I don't know if yeah. I could literally swing bringing the whole keg upstairs just to podcast. That's not worth it. No, that's no, not. <laughs> it's it's fucking heavy. Um. All right, so let's talk about the red map. You and I have, have seen this today. It annoys the fuck out of me. For those of you who are not on Shay and my facey spaces in my books, it is the county-by-county county results of the 2016 election. It shows that big swath of red in the middle. Yeah. And it also uh, is dumb. It is very dumb. It is dumb. It is dumb. The reason it came up is because apparently Laura, uh, Lara, 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 not Laura, L-U-A-R, it's Laura, L-A-R-A, um, Trump. Uh, this is the wife of the uh, second stupidest one, Eric. 
she posted something on Twitter today, and it was that picture. It was a picture of that map, and it says, "Just try to impeach this." My first thought was, "I think they're going to," but whatever. But like, <laughs> yeah, that that's that's what this is. Yeah, I think they're going to whatever. And actually, one of the other responses was super fucking funny. It was like a picture of another map, and it was like, "This was uh, this was Nixon's map." And Nixon's map was like even more red than that one. He's like, "Ask somebody how that worked out." Yes. <laughs> yeah. So. But here's the point. So if you look at this county by county map, there's this huge swath of red in the middle of the country. And the point is, is that the vast majority of Americans are in that red America. They agree yeah. with Donald Trump. They are conservative. But the sad fact of the matter is that square mileage doesn't vote. People vote. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like, so if there's only six people in your fucking county because you live in the middle of fucking nowhere, South Dakota... And, and four of them vote for Donald Trump, that whole county is now red. So, like, square mileage, dirt doesn't vote. And um, you can go to... I found, like, the best one at uh, Metro Metrocosm, Metrocosm.com, and it's, a, it's a, a combination of all these different votes. Like, if you adjust that red and blue for um, population density, it just skews all blue. And there's an even better one that does it by, like, where you voted and how dense the population is in that state. So, basically, all those big, huge swaths of swaths of middle America that have no people living in it, they're just white. Yeah. And it's, 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 it's just, in my opinion, it's just another reason we should abolish the fucking Electoral College, but whatever. Get it out. It's like I it's like I said today on the face spaces is that, man, if you're, if you're at a group of 10 people and you all vote for dinner, you're not going to go to the... The, the, the place that one out of ten people voted for. Like, that's not how that shit works. Because that person's from Wyoming. Because that person's from Wyoming, and their vote, vote, vote counts for four instead of one. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And, and, that's, and that's one of the things that, like, everybody shows that 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 map because they want to show you that the, the point of that map is, is that the vast majority of conservative middle America, which makes up by that map, what, 98% of that map, Shay? Something stupid like that? is being put upon by the little edges of blue at the coast. But what they don't want you to know is the popula population of the, of those urban centers that are blue and that middle America, the rural America, are pretty much equal. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. Like, there's, you know, what, 10 million people live in New York? I, I mean, that, that number's old. No, that's not even that much. Yeah, yeah it's well, no, more. probably more than that. Yeah. But, like, that's the thing. And it's just, oh, God, it's so fucking annoying. It's so fucking annoying that you can't see that. Um, I mean, if that were the case, why did Donald Trump lose the popular vote by 2.86 yeah. million, million votes? That's that's the point. It's just so annoying. So you're going to see that on the Facey Spaces of the Mob Book lately, and probably in the next week or so, because uh, the the wife of the, uh, I don't know, second dumbest or first dumbest Trump? Senator? No, that's right. Sorry. Sorry. A, uh, 8.5 uh, 8 million in New York. Sorry. Continue. Okay. Um, but yeah, like, uh, because the wife of the dumbest Trump son, and we're just going to take Baron out of this cause he's a little, he's young lately. Um, the wife of the dumbest Trump son put this, this up on, uh, the Twitters. And so now you're going to see it. We just want you to know that it's not a representation of what really is going on. Urban and urban and rural areas are almost equal in population density. So just, just leave it alone. And like Shay said, just abolish the fucking electoral college cause it doesn't make any sense anymore. I mean, that's like the worst, the read, like, I, that's like, is somebody who has had to deal with like corporate management, like, that's like the most frustrating thing you can say is, like, why do you do this? Well, we've always done it that way. That wasn't what I answered. No, that, no, that's no. not a why. No, 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 that's no. not an answer to my question. 
like if the process works that's fine but why does it work if it doesn't work let's change it like that's yeah. that's basically that's that's you know <clears throat> but well, based and, on his turnover rate i would say donald trump is a terrible manager well and like like shay and i were, were dicking around with some of my fraternity brothers and, and other people on face spaces in my books today and and they kept saying, like, well, if we don't have uh, uh, the Electoral College, why even have states? I'm like, well, actually, state sovereignty has nothing to do with the fucking Electoral College. <laughs> no. The, ele- the Electoral College was originally tied to the number of senators and congressmen that were allotted to each state. Um, that number was capped in 2000, I'm sorry, 2011, duh, in 1911. So, like, from the beginning of the, the, the founding of the Republic to 2000, um, shit, man, fuck me, Ron, from... 1776 to 1911, the number of senators... Uh, I'm sorry, that's wrong, Shay. Always two senators, right? Always two senators. The number of House members grew consistently because of our population growth. I think in the Constitution, it, it, it says that every state will have at least one congressman, um, and they will never have more than one for every 30,000 people. Yeah. That's, a, that's in the Constitution. And our population kept growing, of course, because people just keep fucking. And... Um, so we just kept adding more and more people to Congress, and then um, they capped it in 1911. Now, I have not looked into that date and what brought that on, but I know that since then, the number has not changed. It's 100 senators, 435, um, 435 uh, congressmen, and then there are three uh, non-voting congressmen from D.C. That was the 23rd Amendment, if I remember off the top of my head. Don't know when that was passed. But that's the fucking number. If the Electoral College was so star-spangled awesome, it would have grown with our population density, and that is not the case. It has not taken into account our population growth or our population trends of motion to urban centers away from rural centers. Word. That makes sense? I, I thought yep. that was pretty I thought That, that was, was good. Pretty, that, was, that was pretty, pretty concise. I, yeah. I don't have any questions. Yeah. <laughs> <So> like, <laughs> Rebuttal? Next. <laughs> X. Uh, yeah, I just don't fucking get it. Whatever. Um, and everybody's like, well, it's in the Constitution. We can't change it. It's like, oh, well, well, I think we can. Yeah. We, <laughs> well, we changed all kinds of stuff yeah. in the Constitution. At one point, we took away alcohol for 13 Which, years and gave it back. Yeah, and then we're like, this is a horrible idea. <laughs> Who the fuck did this? Yeah, this is dumb. Yeah. None of us are any less drunk or angry. Now we're just drunk and breaking a law. Angry. Yeah. Breaking all kinds of laws. And fucking Al Capone has a bunch of money. Um, yeah, no, we, we changed the United States Constitution. A lot of people say that the, uh, the framers were geniuses because they gave us that ability. We've changed it 27 times. Uh, we, the first 10 were so famous that we basically fucking worship those. So we call them the Bill of Rights, you know? It's, yeah. Calm the fuck down. 27 amendments to 28 amendments isn't going to, isn't going to ruin democracy as you know it. What the fuck ever. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a really good way to put it. 27 to 28 amendments. Democracy's going to survive that just fine. Actually, Sam Cedar, it's funny you brought that up. Sam Cedar uses that same uh, um, argument. We're like, we should be a completely socialist country. Because, like, the, the, the like, oh, God, what was it? It, it might have been our, like, our economic economic standing in 2018 or something. We were 19th in the world or something. something I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Some, some economic metric. And we were 18, and then, like, the the next totally socialist country was, like, 22. And he's like, so wait a minute. Are you telling me we can give everybody health care? We can take care of our, <laughs> our, our senior citizens, maybe even give everybody a basic income, and we'll drop five fucking spots in the whole thing? That's fine. He's like, game. Let's, let's, do, let's it. do it. Yeah, let's yeah. do it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a fucking statistical anomaly. Yeah. 
All right, so yeah, uh, the big red uh, map sucks. Uh, Google it in uh, terms of the electoral college and, and population density, and you'll see that your uncle who is emailing you in all caps is dumb. Uh, real quick, Shay, um, have you seen that we have now made the OK symbol uh, a hate a hate sign? Well, there's it is some people use it that way, yes, but that I don't think that changes the overall. Thank you. I didn't even have to fucking explain it. No. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's. I've heard that, and it's like, no, it's not that the the OK symbol means white supremacy. It's that there are white supremacists that have used the OK symbol. <laughs> like that. That is, which are two very different things. So uh, it's now my turn to tell Shay. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I no am rebuttal. Thank you. Yeah, awesome. yeah. No rebuttal. Next. Yeah, next that's it. No rebuttal. <laughs> like when I read that article, as soon as I read that article, I thought. I know so many people that are going to cry about the nanny state now. Yeah. Nobody's saying that if you've ever given the OK symbol or give it from now on out, you're a racist. Or I'm sorry, you're a Nazi. But they've just pointed out that all the fucking Nazis use it to tell other fucking Nazis that they're fucking Nazis. Yeah. Well, whatever. Yeah. Google uh, Google uh, Roger Stone and Proud Boys, and there's like a dozen pictures of him with a bunch of those fucking Neanderthals, like. Ugh. Like throwing up the OK symbol. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Whatever happened to Roger Stone? He is trying his damnedest to stay out of prison. Because um, honestly, I haven't heard anything about him. Well, because he can't. He got. A, he had a gag order. That's right. Yeah, he had a gag order because he used to go on Alex. Because um, he was a paid contributor to Infowars, and he of course would write a bunch of books that were shitty. And he would go on Infowars, and he was honestly, I think, the actual co-host of the. Um, uh, the War Room, which comes on after Infowars, which is uh, Owen Schroyer and was Roger Stone. But oh, with the gag, oh, it's horrible. It's so bad. Hell. It's so bad. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. Um, it, if you think Alex Jones just reading uh, headlines off Drudge and yelling about them is bad, wait until you see somebody with less gravitas do it, because that's all they did. Those two yeah, no, because like, let's, let's be clear, like Alex Jones is a fucking entertainer, and like he's an asshole, but like yeah. what he does is top-notch for what mm-hmm. he does. Like, but then everyone else around him can't maintain nearly the level of energy. And that Troyer guy always looks like such a he he. It looks like a fan pod, like a fan broadcast when he oh, does. Oh yeah, yeah. Hysterical. Like, it's not nearly as fun to watch. Yeah, it it looks like he's just as stupid, but he's just not as entertaining. The my best my best comparison. If you've ever looked into any like bang a fan a bang a, bang a fan porn like yeah like like a a, a porn star bangs one of their fans it's just awkward from the word go and that's that like they can't they can't uh own shore and um roger stone and you know this is just kind of copacetic but roger stone is into the swinger lifestyle so he might bang owen shorter if owen shorter's not paying attention um but like those two like they want to get as riled up as alex jones but Alex Jones has no shame and will just go with the bit, whatever it is. Yeah. Because there are so many things where, like, Alex Jones has been sitting there side by side with Owen Schroyer and broken down in fake tears and been like, I mean, we just tried to get him elected, but he's just shitting on us. Like, Trump's just shitting on us because he won't round up all the commies. And Owen Schroyer is there just deadpan, not knowing what the fuck's supposed to go on. He's like, I, I'm just here to do the news, man. Like, I don't Why are you crying? <laughs> why, why are you crying? Yeah. <laughs> Um, but no, he, uh, meanwhile, back at the ranch, Dale said, Roy, uh, Roger Stone has a gag order, so he had to stop going on Alex. Uh, that's right. I, f- I uh, forgot about the, like, official yeah. gag order. So. He went on, he, he had an official gag order, and he went on Alex Jones, like, two or three times after that, and was trying to talk about other stuff, like Trump's, you know, 
legislative agenda or whatever, and Jones would not let it go and kept coming back to the whole gag order stuff. So he just had to stop coming on. That's hysterical. So that's what happened to him. But like Shay was saying, the um, there's there's a bunch of fucking Nazis that throw up the OK sign. Excuse me, to show uh, other fucking Nazis that they're fucking Nazis, and that's all you need to know. That's all you need to know. So if you see somebody throw up an OK sign, just be a little bit of aware. Look at your context. Like, are you at a rally with white nationalists? That guy might be a fucking Nazi. Uh, <laughs> you know, are you at a white nationalist rally? That's probably not good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, did you uh, park your car and have to walk through a white nationalist rally to get to the bar you're going to? Uh, and there's an OK sign. Those people might be fucking Nazis. Um, if you ask your buddy to get you another beer and you're like across the bar and he just throws up the OK sign, probably not a fucking Nazi. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I hate to have to say it, but in, in 2019, fucking almost everything is in is context, right? You just got to pay yeah. attention. Um, I would like to do one great plug. Uh, um, ContraPoints. Have you ever watched any of her videos? No. ContraPoints, she, um, she got pretty famous for doing a real deep dive on the incels. That was really good. Um, she is a, uh, transitioning woman. So she was, when she started this, uh, ContraPoints YouTube channel, she was a man that was usually in drag, but then she's since transitioned to a woman. And so like her insights into things like, you know, gender stereotypes and that's, it's really interesting. She, and she has a lot of production value and she just nails it. And, uh, she had one that's called how to spot a Nazi and she dresses in like this, like head to toe, uh, Nazi garb in leather and stuff. And it's kind of like that those scenes in, um, uh, oh, what's that Nazi movie with on the moon? Uh, Iron Sky. Iron Sky, where like you're like, okay, so am I digging this 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 lead actress because she's hot or because she's in the Nazi uniform or because <laughs> she's or because she's pulling off the bad, uh, uh, you know, German accent? And all those are questions I don't want answers to, right? So yeah, yeah. So she, uh, ContraPoints nails this, like how to spot a uh, how to spot a um fascist so that's a good thing look that up on the youtubes and um she's a great one on incels where she goes into like how they feel um uh ostracized by women and i feel like the fact that their jawbone is weird they'll never get laid and she's like listen guys i get it i worry about my jawbone too because like she because she's transitioning it's just like i'm i look more masculine than i would like to it's like it's a really great like point of view on that whole sick cesspool of like hate but um yeah so check out contraport she's good she's awesome um so the okay sign still okay if you're not a fucking nazi um I, i've decided to start something i call the orange project and that's is. where i find undoctored video uh photos or video of donald trump looking orange as fuck with horrible tan lines oh i bet there's a lot of those well you know what it's harder than you think because a lot of people doctor that shit up yeah so you can't trust it but like, if there's a news article and they use a picture f- like from the the photo uh, the press conference, I've been saving those because there's some, there's been some doozies lately. <laughs> some doozies. I bet if you go far enough back in time too with his shit, it uh, yeah. yeah. I'm just I'm just like casually collecting them right now because they're fun. But the thing I realized like earlier today because I found one um, that was really good. I mean, he's got a very clear line about an inch away from his ear where it just turns white. Yeah. And of course, the circles around his eyes are whiter and shit, and his hands were white. But it dawned on me, like, when he takes that shirt off, how far down his neck do you think that self-tanner goes? Oh, man. That's is, it like a... A, is it like a dicky? Is there like a di- uh, Like, Would it be like if you saw somebody like Howard Wallowitz from Big Bang Theory, and you just traced the line around that dicky, and then it was just all orange under there? 
I don't know, man. I you know I like to think he's got like a um, what it is is it's one of those things where like in the morning he just puts on goggles and then steps into a chamber and gets a head to toe spray tan and then they put his hair on. But it's not it's not on his hands. Oh, that is true. That's weird. Okay. Full disclosure: I've looked into this way more than I should. <laughs> um, yeah. I knew it. I knew it. So apparently, BuzzFeed had actually gone done a deep dive on this and asked people that work in the White House. And there is no tanning bed in the White House. No. And there's also no spray tan, like hut. Yeah. So um, that's not a thing. Um, so they, I mean, because you can't hide that in the White House. There's just too many people walking around. Yeah. So the, the majority of people are pretty sure it's just self-tanning like lotion that he puts on himself. That would make sense. So this, so now my question is, is how far down does it go? Um, I'm betting just below the call, like what you can see. Like where the neck the meets, where the neck meets the shoulder, kind of thing. Yeah, maybe a little bit further below that, just in case, because I don't remember. Like he, yeah, he's not like me. He doesn't rock an open collar most days. He's yeah. got a tie on, so like that's not. See, yeah. we have to, you know, now that you mentioned that, I'll have to go back and look at like when he plays golf, because like, does he wear an undershirt? Almost always. He's. I. I feel like he does the like. I'm a fat guy dressing like I'm not fat. Where you wear an undershirt or whatever to cover up your boobies. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. He's. Yeah. Those man. That's. Yeah. I've never really. I. I thought he's been looking less orange lately, and I just assumed they had been. But I don't watch him on live TV to see if he's as orange as he used to be. Yeah. Well, there was there was a. Um... Cause there's some some shot like I remember distinctly. It looked like he's wearing a fucking mask. It's like a raccoon mask. He's got oh, so, yeah. it's, it's so much more. Um, I'm just tagging you. Shit, let me find the. Damn, damn it! This is great radio. It really is. We're almost at two hours, hour and forty five minutes. All right, I just tagged you in a picture on my Facebook. Just check that out. It's it's good stuff. But yeah, I, I'm just I'm just absolutely fascinated with like what the hell's going on with that. But all right, it's a it's a thing. The man just doesn't photograph well. He just doesn't. Like, there's no good pictures of him. Like, yeah. not that he's always, you know. And I'm sure part of that is because people choose to put the ones that make him look funny out. But even when he's like smiling and happy, he looks like an asshole. Well, one of, one of the things that's that's always fun is when he does a press conference and, or does a cabinet meeting because like you that's filmed in real time. You can't yeah. Photoshop that. And like, there's one really great picture of him, and he's like leaning on his hand. And he's got his like, he's like, got his fist against his cheek, and his fist is as white as a goddamn sheet of paper, and the rest of his face is orange as shit. Yeah, like he's really not doing this. Like, I mean, Justin Trudeau just got cut, caught in what, like three or four blackface pictures. Yep. And he put the work in, and his hands were covered. I mean, <laughs> he put the work in. Man. He might be, he might be a complete dipshit for doing that, but like, you know, you know, I guess go the full nine yards, or whatever, but. Oh, uh, so that that's my hobby. I just want to bring that up. All right, fun stuff. It Chapter Two. Thoughts? Loved Good. it. You liked it? Um, my only real serious complaint is I just, and the first one did this a little bit, but the second one, it the tone is so all over the place. Like it it's is. almost it's almost it a comedy. Like it's garbled not, as shit. I really want an it movie because the book is just dripping with this sense of dread. 
and it's it's you know it, the whole time every I, you know and I guess you know but I, you know whatever it, it I I really liked it though like as far as like seeing cool shit from the book in the movie that was fun um, I wish at the end he had become more of a full spider than like a spider with a clown's head that was kind of weird. Well, there was there was a lot of the interpretation of the book that I think they just they just swift so hard, like in the um in the final confrontation with with. I don't it, remember that from the, I, that was my next question was were they just believed he was small so he got small and that's not how that I, was that's bullshit that yeah. was so dumb so so the the interpretation of of the um physical realm. So the point the point of it is that he is a a doppelganger of sorts. He looks inside your subconscious, sees what would scare you the most, and then becomes that thing. Um, and it's always worked for the 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 entity that call it, you know they called it it. It always worked for this entity because it was always um, stalking and attacking and then feeding on one child at a time. When these seven kids grouped together in 1958, they became something it couldn't deal with because if it Assume the um, a, the form of a werewolf that would scare Richie. That wouldn't scare Bev. That wouldn't scare Bev. And and in the It Chapter 1 from 2017, you saw that in that final confrontation. It kept changing forms, but as it changed forms, the other the other child would attack the form that didn't scare them. Um, the quote from the book was, is for every kid that will imagine a werewolf, I'm sorry, a vampire, uh, there's another child out there that will imagine the stake to kill it. Yeah. So, it's own ability to change its form ha- could trap it and the uh, the the quote uh, and sentiment was that um, everything has to abide by the physical uh, physical form it takes so, so the kids knew if they could force it into a physical form they could kill then they could kill it and in the book they just went to its home where it was in its final form of a, a giant demonic spider that fed on kids and they just killed that spider in the movie, they wished it to be small so they could kill it, which was, I guess, a literal like, translation. But yeah, like, weird. I understand they're saying it has to abide by, like, you know, uh, the, the reason they couldn't kill the spider because the spider was so big. And since it had to abide by the laws of the shape it was in, they made it something small. Um you know, I think it, it always operates off their beliefs, so they could. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. It was that 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 part. I I was weird. Um, the ritual what, of chewed was weird. That I, but I still like. They touch on a lot of neat stuff from, you know, the books. Like they show it. Like I distinctly remember the description of it of them seeing the vision of it falling from the skies like a meteor, like mm-hmm. way back. Oh, and yeah. they don't. They yeah. That that's neat. Um, I don't remember in the always, book. Always, always being underneath. Always there. being underneath there. I really liked the visual image when they're in the cave and the and it was, and I, I don't even I, I you know this this it was just a neat idea, not necessarily accurate, but where it was like a throat going all the way up through the earth that yeah. had the deadlights in it, and then the thing on the ground was reflecting the deadlights through yeah. it, which isn't necessarily accurate because it, it that's it's but but it was neat to see. Oh yeah, it was it was great, and it, was, it mirrored it was what cool. you saw. It mirrored what you saw in the first uh, film, yeah. where Pennywise showed the deadlights to Beverly, and it was uh, it was something deep inside him that was just there, you know. Yeah. Um, I still say that it would be so easy to do the actual book ending in um, a movie. Like nobody called me, of course. Yeah. But if you bring the spider out and you do the ritual of Chew, the ritual of Chew was 
literally, um, it was a battle of wills. Uh, in the book, it's described as um, the shaman and the demon would lay their tongues over each other's tongues yeah. and then bite down. And basically, yeah. what you're doing is you're 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 just con- confronting each other in a mind space, and then you have to win somehow. And in the first, and when the kids are the children, uh, it confronts Will. They start the ritual. And it slams him out of his body into the nothingness between our world and the deadlights. Todash. And that is represented by Bill sliding across an infinitely black and unseen surface. Like he's just sliding on black glass. You could totally do that nowadays. Yeah. You just, that would be, that's literally most of the scenes from the first season of Stranger Things Between Worlds. Exactly. Just yeah, remove the water yeah. on the floor. Remove the water on the floor. That's all it is. Yeah, you um, just have Bill Dimbro squeaking yeah. across a glass thing, and and yeah. and it talking to him. Maybe make his voice more in, interdimensional. And then there's this weird type of yellow light that he's always going towards. Then you know Richie saves all that good shit. Like I mean, I don't know how fucking hard it is. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I, I yeah, it's it's not. A li- it's not as good as it could be, but like I just, I, it is a good. It was fun. It's, it's a good monster flick. Yeah, that's it all fun. it's boiled down to. I love, I love that they have that scene with the the where the guy gets thrown in the river off the beginning. Then the last thing he sees is it taking a chunk out of it. Yeah, like that that's cool. Word for like word, lot, from, the word from the book. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of stuff in there that's ripped right from the books. But the tone is just. There's like a solid 45 minutes where you think it was a comedy. Well, in the middle, like right after they're adults, which which they kind of do in the book, it does. But I mean, it, it I don't know. It's the ending is supposed to be so scary and it's kind of awkward. And then the first half of it is really, honestly, pretty. You know, it's pretty solid. Mm-hmm. And then it gets a little bit too silly. I think that they wanted to lighten it up because they it got real dark real quick. Yeah. And and for people like you and I and Rachel who have who have read the book several times, like the second a thing is out of order, we know. But like the general audience who ha- maybe hasn't read the books, probably just loving the shit out of it because like I'm watching, going, "All right, that should have happened before this, and it would make this one make more sense." But if you're not really hung up on that and you're enjoying it, who gives a shit? You yeah. Know? Well, yeah, yeah, it's just, but it's really that's just my main thing is that like I would because the again the book just has this prevailing sense of kind of like ominous dread like throughout the entire thing, and um, it. Uh, it doesn't have that. It loses that a lot, but it's got a lot of really cool moments. Like the, like the, there's a lot of really neat effects. And, um, I really actually like, uh, fucking what's his name? Skarsgård as Pennywise. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's great. I, I watched, I, I watched the first one in theaters was okay with it. Then watched it again before I saw the second one and liked it much more this, that time through. Yeah. And then this time through too, I just, I just like him as Skarsgård. He, or Skarsgård as Pennywise. It's solid. No, it was solid. The, the my one complaint about the, the, uh, it chapter two that I have to, I have to say is because it was like it was one of my favorite parts of the book when the losers come back to Darius adults they go to the Chinese restaurants yes. and sit down and after they have a, a great dinner and they're a little bit tipsy they turn to Mike and say why we're here we know we made a promise to come here we can't remember why we're here and Mike very methodically explains to them. Not what they did, because he needs them to remember that on their own. Because you have to remember that the book, split between 1959 yeah. and 1989, progresses parallel. So when you're reading the end of the, the kid's story, you're a couple pages away from the end of the, the adult story. So he doesn't tell them, because he needs to remember. But what he does do is he walks backwards in time and explains them what Pennywise has done. Because they know they were here to stop Pennywise, but they don't know how they did it. 
And that, that, that part of the book where Mike methodically says he comes back every 27 years to feed. They kind of have a scene like that, though, where he explains what's going on. Right, but he gets he gets all antsy. And yeah. And he not finish. Like, that's that's the other thing that I did like, is that they, they brought more of Mike's mania into the, into the movie than they usually do. Because usually Mike is making these notes about how it is going to, like, eat the whole town, you know, late at night, and he's just driving himself insane. Yeah. But in, in that dinner in the Chinese restaurant, he goes, okay, so this happened. The black spot happened. And then the ironworks exploded. And he's like, once you know that it's every 27 years, it's easier to find because you just look for these dates. And he goes back to, like, the, you know, massacres of the loggers. And, you know, and yeah. he just lays it. He just that lays is it cool. Yeah, you're him. right. You're right. I do remember that now because you get all of the history of everything it's done since there have been peep settlers in the area. Yeah. He goes yeah. back to and, and they did that a little bit in the first movie where they talk about how like the entire town was wiped out and nobody knows why. And like Mike starts in nineteen you know, it starts with the murders that are happening in nineteen eighty nine and they go and of course the you know, these are adults, so like, Well that couldn't really happen. He's like, Well, the kid was murdered, his skull was fractured and his back was broken, he was in a, a second floor bathroom. They're like, Well the murderer could have you know, could have jumped out the window. He's like, The window's eight inches across. Mike and it's and it's a twenty four foot drop to a flagstaff, uh, uh, um, a, a concrete patio. He's like, um, the the mother who got to the door but couldn't open it heard somebody laughing and her kid screaming. Like he, so Mike is just laying these things out that had happened in the previous months before he called them, and they're like, well, you got to be full of shit. And then he's like, okay, well, remember what happened in nineteen fifty nine? Remember what we did? And he just lays out all those murders, and he just keeps going twenty seven years back. 27 years back in this fucking macabre methodical way and it drives them all damn near insane at the dinner table and that was one of my favorite scenes in the book that didn't really get it but what they did put in in its place is Mike just kind of having a panic attack trying to explain it all to them all at once yeah what yeah I get that yeah I I like uh I do I do like uh you were talking about that where the uh fucking um and it's actually really funny too, uh, but where <laughs> where Bill is like shaking down that kid and yelling at him on the street. Oh yeah, because the kid says he hears voices in the drain, and Bill just fucking freaks out on him. <laughs> I do like that. Yeah, that was the skateboard kid. He's supposed to have a yeah. neon skateboard. Yeah, and he says, "Hey man, you can't be, you can't be safe. Uh, can't be." Uh, he says, "Be ser- be uh, be safe." He's like. And you can't be careful on the skateboard. 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 That's right. Yeah. yeah. That's. I mean, it's just. It's one of those things where, like, they very clearly were sprinkling stuff in there from the books for the super fans. But, yeah, that that I, the tone was. It was just all off. It was. I don't there was know. talk it's, after it was released that it really should have been a trilogy, and that 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 thought. I don't know, I, man. That's a fucking lot. And like, let's let's be honest. In the sense that, like, the second movie is pretty good, but it meanders a bit, and then the ending's a little weird. It's pretty much Vengeance Stephen King, man. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know if I need three movies of this. I'm sorry. Like, that's too much. Well, uh, there's a couple things. A, the kids would get too old too fast. Yep. Yeah. Uh, B, uh, you'd have this weird break where they came back, realized what they had to do, and then you have an entire movie about them fighting it. Oh. No, yeah, what are you going to... Yeah, that's dumb. That doesn't make any sense. Um, now, if you want to make it... If it had been like a three-season TV show or whatever, that's fine. But, uh, you know... But, yeah, no, that's that's fucking... That's so well, that's that's back to our, our whole thing about we want the uh, entire um, 
Gun Signal uh, Dark Tower trilogy done by whoever did Spawn back in the 90s. Just do no, that whole thing. Animated series, yeah. Just give me some good voice actors. You can even get Idris Elba to voice him again. That's fine. It just doesn't, no, it's right, just, yeah. you know, I don't care. All right. All right, so we enjoyed that. It was fun. Rachel and I have seen it like twice now. I'm probably going to see it. It's just so fucking long. Yeah, I'm not going to see that again until I can watch it on home video. And I bet I'll enjoy it more on home video, too. Yeah. We and, spent, and I like a long movie, but it's just like. We spent. It's just a little too long. We spent for, 40 bucks, 45 bucks at, uh, at the theater. Because, like, we went to go see the movie, and then we brought flasks. So we spent like $10 in sodas. And then. We down those, so then I went out and got us some beers. So that was fifteen bucks. And then like later, Rachel's like, "I'm gonna get some more beers." Like, "Well, get me a beer." Well, so Justin, the fact it. that we drink a lot when we watch movies isn't necessarily the problem of the movie. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's well, not their fault. Like, that's. I'm just saying that I don't want to spend forty bucks the next time I watch it. So I'll wait till oh, it's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I got booze at home. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah, that it is. Yeah, a, yeah that's a fun one. The first, the first movie holds up really well because I watched it right before I saw the second one. So I was like, "Fuck yeah!" yeah. Um, you know, I don't know about you, but uh. This guy right here has tickets to see Ghostbusters for the 30th anniversary in theaters. It's a phantom event. It's October. Like the, it's like a, there's three or four days in October when it's going to be playing in theaters again. Oh, I'm going to go see that. And the same that same week, Alien is playing in theaters again too. So I'm going to see both that week. One. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, speaking of movies that we both uh, enjoy and people made money on, guess we're getting another Spider-Man movie. Yeah, Marvel and MCU made up, or Marvel they- and Sony. Yeah, they were sitting on piles of money and said, how can we make these piles bigger? And then everyone got real mad. Yeah, I'm sure this was all. This is the new Coke, man. That's what this yeah. was. It was all part of this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was still like, no. Because, like, yeah, like Tom Holland's greatest Spider-Man. He was going to keep playing it. But I want Marvel to keep producing them because the, the Sony-made ones are. But, uh, you know, hopefully. Now, what I would love to get is a Spider-Man movie with Venom in it produced by Marvel. Not Sony. That would be. I'd get, you know, just take take what tom holland did with it and just marvel it up a little bit make it all one big amorphous blob but have some, i feel have like some, sony's uh, keeping venom to themselves well isn't disney looking to buy sony now I mean, uh no the rumor mill was apple wanted to buy sony whatever but i don't just, i don't th- i don't think that, that but there's not like that's that's one of those what? things like let them all buy it let disney buy everything we'll let the government break them up when i'm dead yeah uh, because they they own too much you know you know, we'll do some uh, monopoly busting when I'm dead. I don't give a shit. Let's yeah. do it. You know, let's do it. Let's go. Guns out. Um, okay, last couple things before we end up. We had the Storm Area 51 went off as bad as everybody thought. Yep. Uh, one guy got arrested for public urination. About 150 <laughs> people showed up. I love it. Dude, so the, uh, again, the, the, the gifts and the memes coming out of this shit oh, were yeah. amazing. The best one was the newscaster or the dude from <laughs> yes. the background. If you if you haven't seen the whole point was if you haven't seen this you guys gotta just Google it I'm sure you know if you listen to this podcast you probably have to have seen it but like some fucking local Arizona news reporter went to the site and there were several hundred people that showed up but they just like showed up in campers and were hanging out and like there was apparently some bands that I don't know if the bands ever materialized nobody really gave a shit like I remember seeing a line of porta potties so at least people had places to piss and shit. And then there were people, there were more new, it was kind of like, uh, I don't know, um, uh, the gathering of the juggalos, more like FBI agents and, uh, news people show up than actual people there to party. And, um, uh, like one news guy was like, all right, so I'm here, but not much is going on right now. And then just some dickhole, like Nutara runs right behind him and it looked perfect. It and was that so was good. the best meme. 
have you have you seen the one of of where uh somebody redid it where that guy is in a night vision scope and somebody's like in an apache helicopter and they just blow him up uh i've seen a bunch of different ones like that yeah, yeah. that was my favorite it's like boom like, i've, seen, I've seen also ones where people will just take like footage like you know you see the footage on youtube of a pa- attack helicopters attacking terror cells and they'll just yeah. photoshop in the naruto guy so he gets blown up as he runs by yeah stuff yeah. like that yeah That's a lot it. of that solid um, also that day was the uh storm sony to save spider-man um i have to say those guys might have pulled it off that's true that's true yeah i, I mean, mean it's like, just like god i mean the first fucking two marvel spider-man movies are so fucking good i loved far from home it was solid it was a classic yeah. mysterio story and i really am was sad when that happened but kind of figured i'd see an announcement like this a couple months later <laughs> yeah i i actually was talking to rachel about it and we were talking about the Spider-Man movies, and uh, I don't know how the conversation got to this, but she said, are they good? I was like, oh, no, they're really good. I think she saw something on Facebook about the, the dispute yes. and asked me about it. And I said, no, the first two are really good. She's like, well, I'd really like to watch those if, if they're good. I was like, yeah, we could watch them. Cause, um, she loved the Captain Marvel movie and uh, Black Panther. You know, the, she, she was totally into those. And um, The I more standalone that, ones? Yeah, yeah, because I mean, she's not really in the Marvel or DC universes, you know. She, you know, but those are standalone like stories that she can, you know, pick up and 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 enjoy. Uh, you know, Wonder Woman was another one that was, just, you know, she, you know, I thought they knocked out of the park. But um, I was telling her that um, you know, she should probably she would really like the uh, Infinity War and you know Endgame as a like you know little saga there. You don't have to necessarily watch all of the Marvel movies. And she was like, oh, I don't know. And so I played her that part of uh, Endgame where the quote-unquote female Avengers assemble and mm-hmm. help Tom uh, Tom Holland. Mm-hmm. Where like he's sitting there holding the, the glove and he's got his ass whipped and he's like just sitting in a crater. And uh, Captain Marvel comes down and he's like, hey, buddy, got something for me? He's like, uh, yeah, my name's Peter. He's like, hi, Peter. Uh, can I have that? And he's like, well, I don't know how you're going to get it across that. And it pans to this you know, big you know, intergalactic army and like all the female characters in all the movies, you know, Valkyrie, all of them show up. And he's like, "We got it." He's like, "Well, that's that's some shit." And I know that I know that hurt every uh, you know incels, you know, tiny Peter, but uh, it was good stuff. And so I showed her that. She's like, "Well, I'd watch those." We also want to do a uh, another uh, screening of the entire Lord of the Rings saga. Good luck with that. Well, I mean, entire like you skip. You know, oh, fuck yeah, those Hobbit movies are terrible. Yeah, they're okay. Uh... They're, they're okay. They're, they're, no, they're, no, they're nowhere near the Lord of the Rings. But. That's one of those ones where I forget. I think it's Topher Grace or somebody has cut together like a one, like four hour movie out of those three that is supposed to be really fucking good. And everyone that's seen it, it is like house is like, oh, this is amazing. This is the best version of it. But, you know, it's not, you know, it's not like a legal cut. Fuck. Yeah. No, there's the fucking fucking 400 page book into three movies. That shit was stupid. Anyway. Well, honestly, I don't think The Hobbit was the best of like actually reading the hobbit it's not, it's not the best story well i mean it's a kid's story like it's a really short little book it's good it could have been one movie it'd have been fine it's a yeah. prequel it's great yeah it introduces right. the characters and lord of the rings flushes it out it's great not a problem all right check nice time we wrap this up yup uh everybody send us money i don't know how just mail it to us uh yeah give give us your bitcoins yeah <laughs> oh god give us your bitcoins give us your bitcoins very great uh, mail Shay your uh, your, your mail nugs. me your bitcoins and your nugs your sticky nugs and uh, sticky bitcoins. 
All right. Uh, like always, we enjoy the shit out of doing this. We hope you enjoy listening to it. We I get to talk with my little brother. We get to talk about some nonsense. And um, I think we solved a lot of stuff, Shay. I think I think I think what we solved racism. All of it. We've, uh, we've solved um, inequality. I think white nationalism. Yeah, we solved white. Uh, we're we're working on the power thing. The, yeah, the working renewable on, energy on thing. Yeah, that's. Yeah, we're working on. It. We're working on. It. You know, science cannot move forward without heaps. So. Oh, we're going to figure it out. That? that is Okay. So, <laughs> so that is from a, a, one of the later episodes of Futurama where they have the brain switching machine and fucking the professor's like, hey, Amy, I finally perfected this machine. And she's like, oh, that's great. I'm so tired of cleaning up all these heaps of dead monkeys. And he only just yells, <laughs> science cannot move forward without heaps. Okay. Okay. I got you. I got you. Yeah. All right. I get it. I get it. All right. So uh, hit us up. Uh, we're on the Twitter at, at Woodscast1776. And we're on the face spaces in the my books. It's uh, at Woodcast1776. Excuse me. Because uh, fuck Alex Jones and all his shtick. We're going to be on all these platforms way after he has to fucking uh, go to jail. Um, and pay out millions of dollars. Got a question, comment? You want to come on the show? You got something to bitch about? Uh, shoot us an uh, email at it's the Woodscast1776 at gmail.com. God damn it. Two beer, two pictures into it. My bad. Um, uh, I guess we need to have Dave on because uh, your other buddy, what Adam was, uh, uh, didn't want want less Dave, so we were gonna oh, more so now Dave. we have to put more Dave on. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the yeah, that sounds about right. All right, Dave, we'll hit you up next time. Uh, but uh, uh, this is about the time uh, Shay says uh, goodbye to all the nice people. Doodles, nice people. And as always, hail Hydra. Seize the means of production. Just move, 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 move,